The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We've got A.S. Cobb here with us now. How are you today? I'm well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Now, you are some sort of an expert on language, aren't you? Well, well, I consider myself to be an expert of communication and language. I absolutely love language. So, yes, I love communicating. And you are a teacher, aren't you? I am a teacher. I teach high school uh, communication, public speaking um, and speech and debate. And I also coach a high school speech and debate team. Yeah. What's it like teaching communication? It is the best and worst thing that ever (laughs) happened to me because it's such a challenge to navigate through how students talk of this generation and how you want to get them to communicate, you know, for their future purposes. Yeah, absolutely. And with high school children, is it a bit hard because you get the extroverts and then the other half, the introverts, that maybe aren't really confident at communicating verbally? So does it take a lot of struggle for you to help students like that? It's a bit of a struggle, but one thing that helps me is I, you know, I'm very honest with them. Yeah. I grew up with several speech impediments, you know, a lisp, a, a slur, yeah. um, and I stutter. And to this day, I stutter. And, you know, I've been successful as a debater in college. And this guy who had all these speech problems, I now teach speech and debate and communication. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of lets the kids know that I'm humble and let them know that they can accomplish something as well. And I've got a lot of techniques, a lot of activities that I do with them yeah. to kind of let them learn to laugh at themselves. And once they laugh at themselves, you can get anything out of them. And it's just, it's one of the most rewarding parts of my job is to see that extrovert turn into the, I mean, the introvert turn into the extrovert. Yeah. And the extrovert just bring it down just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. There's no better teacher than somebody who's gone through it themselves, right? I believe that because you understand the struggles, the challenges. Yeah. And you're also always aware of the end goal. You know, you keep the, your eye on the prize and I'm able to like transfer that to the students and let them keep their eye on the prize and know what the end goal is, is to be successful in life and to be taken seriously in life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, how did you first start to get interested in communication? Was it your own personal struggles with it growing up? I think it was by design, honestly, because I walked into um, my first communication class 
uh, with my first debate class, like three days and five minutes late. Wow. And the moment I crossed over the threshold of the class, I promise you, I absolutely knew that I had to change my major to communication. I needed a degree, degree in communication. I wanted to work in communication and I had to teach communication. I promise you within those fractions of seconds, it just came over me and it was just, I feel like it was just divine, honestly. And I got serious about college and I just trucked on through. It had taken me years to get serious about it. And just the fog was lifted. I finally understood how to get through college, how to do college. And it led me on, you know, I had purpose. So it just led me on my purpose, towards my purpose. And here I am now, so rewarded. So when you were studying communication, did you think that you wanted to go back and help young people in this way? Or were you just expecting to have some sort of other job that's loosely linked to communication? I always, uh, I've always done like marketing and PR on the side, but I always knew that I was going to be that um, that lean on me teacher, you know, that, um, that teacher that just went to like, you know, an inner city and made some type of change. Mm. I just felt like that's what I was propelled to do. And, but I always knew that I would have like side jobs and side hustles, but always communication, um, and communication. It really saved me from like a really dark path. When life opened up for me, it opened up. And so I teach a group of students that, you know, come from very hard backgrounds, very rough neighborhoods and, um, low socioeconomic levels. And I know what good communication skills is going to do for them. It's going to have people look at them seriously, yeah. take them seriously and give them opportunities. Yeah. And that's what happened with me. And I just want to pay that forward and just show them that it, it can happen. Yeah, absolutely. And do you feel like people shouldn't be discriminated against even if they have communication problems? That is such a great uh, question. I think that I'm on the fence with that. Mm. I believe that, you know, once you're be honest, once you've been exposed to proper communication and effective communication, now you're accountable to communicate in that way and to operate underneath the umbrella of standards. And underneath the umbrella, we all speak the same. We don't make people feel uncomfortable. We just kind of compromise and we negotiate, you know, our communication skills. But outside the umbrella, that's Mm. where we speak in our dialects and such, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And during this pandemic, it's been hard to have face-to-face communication. Yeah. So do you think the internet has helped us through in a way? It definitely filled a void as far as like, you know, shrinking the globe and helping us communicate, you know, lightning fast speeds. And at the same time, it makes some people have gotten closer to the internet (laughs) than they have with their family and friends. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you can be a different person behind the screen than you are, you know, face to face. So it emboldens people to um, kind of lose their manners. And I'm in the South and I believe in Southern manners and stuff. And it <laughs> people are a little bo- a little more bold. I'll say that and less manner full of manners. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say that from doing these interviews online, it is a lot more easier to speak comfortably to people because if I was face to face with someone, I'd be all nervous and I don't really like making eye contact. I find it awkward. So if I'm just on an audio call with someone, I can feel a lot more confident and not shy. That makes so much sense. I'm the same way. I teach eye contact but it makes me uncomfortable. I do it because I know that I have to do it if I'm presenting, Mm. but yeah, behind, you know, here you can be whatever. So that's why I like to send emails or calls because I have a lot of customer service issues and they don't know who I am. They don't know if I'm, 
where they know I'm male, but they don't know if I'm black, white, or Asian or whatever. And, yeah. you know, they kind of treat me just like a person. And it, it's not always like that in person. Not that everybody's prejudiced or anything, but, hmm. you know, we do have our prejudices, which are prejudgments. Yeah. You know, and it's not always harmful, but um, it's not always helpful, you know? Yeah. So that's one of the good things about communicating via audio. I suppose an even better way to avoid discrimination is an email or a letter, I suppose. Although then they might still see your name. <laughs> Yes. And you know what? That's one reason why I am A.S. Cobb. Ah. You don't know if you're getting hit by a man or woman or anything or a Mack truck. Yeah, that makes so much sense. (laughs) Yes. And I hear a lot, particularly we were always taught this in school, that talking is not even the majority of the communication we make, is it? That's not. um, Talking makes up about maybe 20 to 30 percent of our communication. And most of our communication is up to 77% is actually nonverbal communication. You know, our facial expressions and our body language yeah. and, you know, um, little grunts that we make and things like that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. And so sometimes, and that's one thing I like to teach, you know, even my counterparts, but students, is to make sure that your body language does not detract from your message or does not uh, contradict your message. Because you could be saying something nice, but, you know, you have like RBF or you just have a scowl on your face yeah. and it's going to yeah. be off putting the people. And you just have to be conscious of that. And that's one thing that I love to communicate is like being aware of the total self. 
Yes, absolutely. You've got to do that. Is listening part of verbal communication? Because that's probably the thing we do most when we're talking to someone, isn't it? It is. Um, I don't know they have a saying that the older people used to tell us when we were younger. They would say, you've got two ears and one mouth, so you could do twice the thing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, to hear that all the time. It makes a lot of sense. And, you know, you don't have to utter your whole mind. In Proverbs, it says a fool will utter his whole mind. And, you know, mm. there's something to be said about that. You don't have to say everything that's on your mind. You can pull back a little bit and, yeah. you know, communicate what's important. But listen to what another person has to say, it's respectful. And you learn, we don't learn if we don't listen, you know, we can read things, but you know, a good listener is a learned person. And it's mm. important that you do that because it's respectful and everybody wants to be listened to, wants to be heard. And, you know, you show yourself as a better person of quality, a better character, if you can listen, of course, talk, but you know, let everybody else have a chance to talk because communication, it says, it's a two-way situation whereby each party gets to send and receive messages. So yeah, yeah, you can't expect anyone to listen to you if you're not going to listen to them. Hey, man. <laughs> and also, I think that if everybody did say everything that was on their mind, what a mess, right? Yeah, they would end up not having any friends at all because they would say <laughs> absolutely horrible subconscious stuff about people exactly there's definitely um the benefit of having a filter there is a benefit to that yeah. and that is keeping your friends and you know probably not being in jail for like you know threatening someone or you know mm. there's a benefit to that yeah a fool will utter his whole mind and it can lead you down a dark path do you have any tips on how to maybe improve someone's filter? Because even if we know it's wrong, sometimes we do accidentally say stuff and think, oh, no, I shouldn't have said that. Do you know how to stop that? <laughs> Absolutely. I would say two things. Number one is take a beat, take a pause, take a moment before you react. Yeah. Because there's counsel in that moment of silence. And if you just take a step back and just say, do I need to respond to that? In which way do I need to respond to that? You're going to come out with a higher quality response and um, also in the response from your person there. And the other thing is to just ask for feedback. You know, some people just are so egotistical that they don't want feedback, but it's a humbling thing when you say, what can I do to do better? Or what do you need me to say at this moment? Yeah. And that's a great thing. Like if someone asks you a question, sometimes you need to ask them, what type of response are you looking for from me? Yeah. You know, and ask if it's a rhetorical question. And sometimes that could feel a little bit unorthodox, though. I don't know if you're just talking with your friend and you're like, what response do you want from me? I don't know if that feels a little bit wooden. You know what? It is a bit of a cheat. It's, yeah. a, it's a cheat. Absolutely. But so I know I have friends and they really just sometimes need to talk, need to vent. Mm. So I ask them, like, you know, do you want me to respond to that? And literally, sometimes they'll say, you know what? No, absolutely. No, I don't. No, yeah. no, no. So I'm like, okay, it doesn't work for everybody. I don't think it works for more people that you don't know. Yes. But someone you know, you can ask them, how do you want me to respond? Yeah, absolutely. Now, you've started podcasting to generate some additional income, haven't you? Yes. I'm trying to pursue my master's. Well, I'm pursuing my master's in speech communication because I would like to move from being a public high school teacher 
to a college professor of communication. And Ooh. I really want to meet some of my students that will be going to local colleges and university. I think it would be great to, um, for them to step on campus and see Mr. Cobb there um, as their communication teacher in college. And I think we can expound on a lot of things, but continue the relationships that we've built and just continue to inspire them. And so, yeah, so I podcast and I'm trying to just generate that money so I can get some tuition paid and become <laughs> Professor Cobb. I would love that. Absolutely. Well, what do you do in the podcast? Are you talking about communication in that, I'm guessing? Yes, it's all communication based. Uh, one of my favorite segments is called Relationship Non-Negotiables, Make Them Known. And it just, you know, talks about establishing your boundaries and accept what you can accept and make sure that people know what you will never accept yeah. and never accept what you can never accept. Because once you accept <laughs> it, it's, you know, you put a hole in your armor. So, yeah. Yeah. And then we talk about social emotional learning and procrastination and just my saying is everything is communication and communication is everything. So mm. I just link you can link anything to communication and you can strengthen almost anything through effective communication. And that's what my podcast is about. Keep calm and work it out is what it's called. Yeah, and a podcast is a form of communication. So it's one of the best platforms to talk about it on. Exactly. <laughs> and it's really growing fast. So I really I appreciate the opportunity to get to talk about it and, you know, to be on there and, you know, have my yeah. friends listen to me because sometimes I plant little messages for my friends. <laughs> like little <laughs> Lynn jokes. Yes. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, so did you or I'll throw something out while I'm having a conversation with them. And if they don't catch it, then I'm like, you haven't been listening to my podcast. <laughs> yeah. you know what that means. So <laughs> That's I, a good way to check. <laughs> yes. Uh, and they've called me a lot of names because of that. But I'm like, well, it's fun. It's funny. But, you know, we have to take care of each other. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're going to start a GoFundMe page as well. Is that also to help you get the tuition fees? It's only to get tuition fees. Um, <laughs> I've been tweaking it, you know, here and there. And I just want to have the best message because um, it's it's a very humbling thing to be, you know, at this place in life where I know what I want to do. And I just don't have the means to do it. And I mean, I think I'll have it later on, but I'm ready to get it done. And I believe it's my purpose to get it done. So um, I have a GoFundMe that I'm starting and it's going to help me raise tuition. So I'm hoping that people will listen to my podcast and donate to the podcast, donate to the GoFundMe. And, uh, and I'm not just a taker. Anything that I could do, you know, for people in the world. And I know this sounds like so convoluted, but... You know, yeah. of course, locally, anything that I can do, you know, I try to help friends promote their businesses or, you know, I like to volunteer a lot or uh, and my, my thing is words. So I write poetry for some people and uh, oh, perform poetry, do little performances. I'll do not anything, but I like to sow positive seeds in the world. And at this point, I'm trying to reap just a couple of positive seeds. Yeah. Well, where are we able to check out the podcast then to listen to? I am on anchor.fm slash A-S-C-O-B-B. That's A-S-C-O-B-B. Um, and it's actually on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I believe it is, yeah. and Google Podcasts. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us on the show today. It's been a very interesting interview and a very interesting guest. Absolutely. I thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.